The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii. Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. Good morning and praise the Lord, everyone. I'm Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., and I'd like to thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast, being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XD TV Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KB TV Channel 8, and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV, Channel 28 in Eureka. From 8 to 9 a.m. on station KOTR-TV, Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on Channel 1519 Charter Cable in Los Angeles. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KQTA-TV, Channel 15.3 and Comcast Channel 238 in San Francisco, Oakland, and San Jose. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY, Channel 9 in El Centro, California, and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO, Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW, Channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah and parts of Nevada and Wyoming. And from 6 to 7 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church is located at 1043 Middle Street, the headquarters of the gospel of the Kingdom of God for the whole world with the sign on the roof of the temple, Jesus Coming Soon. A landmark in Kali for 98 years, and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, used exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and Ada B. Lockbaum on August the 4th, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hans Sr., in 1959, who continued the gospel work to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you our television audience, saints wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. When we focus on the Lord and keep Him close day by day, 
He puts a song in our hearts and minds and keeps us rejoicing and singing. We start our musical program today with an uplifting song sung by members of the church choir entitled, He Keeps Me Singing. They're led by choir director Emilia Hahn and are accompanied by Edith Matsuki on the piano and myself on the organ.
Up next, the church band will play the song, Sing to the Lord, led by yours truly. soloist today is Associate Pastor Timothy Hahn Sr., who will bring forth a spirited rendition of Down From His Glory. He's accompanied by myself on the piano, trusty Associate Pastor Evans Broad Sr., Mason Asano Sr. on the guitars, Associate Pastor Marvin Abingham bass, and Iris Locke on the drums. from his glory ever living story my God and Savior came and Jesus was his name born in a manger to his own a stranger a man of sorrow 
upon the church choir to sing their second number for today entitled Shalom. Please join in and sing along with our members following the words on your television screen. Thank you. 
And now we have a trombone ensemble made up of members from the church band who will play All I Need. Surely when we lean upon the Lord, He is our all in all, who will lead and guide us, strengthen us, and take us through whatever situation we may be going through. Thank you. 
Associate Pastor Timothy and Emilia Hahn Seniors are our vocal duet today. They have chosen to sing their heartwarming song entitled He Made Everything New. This number is dedicated to Dovdrin Manero of Molokai. May the Lord pour forth his bountiful blessings upon you, pressed down and overflowing. Have a joyful and blessed day. Searching for meaning in the riddle of life. All around was confusion, so much heartache and strife. So far down I had drifted, only trouble in view. Then the day I met Jesus, he made everything new. is forgiven all the ruin and loss it was paid for by Jesus when he died on the cross once a slave in bondage now a creature brand new on the day I met Jesus he made everything new Praise the Lord and good morning everyone, our associate pastor Melvin Honda and I would like to repeat our television time, stations and locations in the continental United States for our viewing audience, especially if you plan to visit or reside in California, that these telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBTV Channel 8 
and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 8 to 9 a.m. on station KOTR-TV Channel 11 in Monterey. And from 6 to 7 a.m. on Channel 1519 Charter Cable in Los Angeles. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KQTA-TV Channel 15.3 and Comcast Channel 238 in San Francisco, Oakland, and San Jose. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY Channel 9 in El Centro, California, and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZGO 20, Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW Channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada and Wyoming. And from 6 to 7 a.m on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website on JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning the schedule of gospel services here in the state of Hawaii, services held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. The same schedule is observed by neighbor island branch churches as services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castanera Sr. in Kanakakai, Molokai, by Pastor Walter I. Tinloi in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K. Y. Asano Sr. in Koloa, Kauai, by Pastor Hannibal of Aspera in Balogo, Pikawayan, and by Pastor Vesper Espera in President Rojas, Cotabato, Mindanao, Philippines. At our Maui Branch Church in Lahaina, Maui, services are held every second Sunday of the month. You are welcome to attend these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections. However, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And now, I'd like to turn our program back to Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., who will bring forth his Spirit-directed and Spirit-inspired sermon. Pastor Billy? Thank you, Melvin. We born-again Christians believe that God's promises are yea and amen. Therefore, His promise to return in clouds of glory for His own is not a question or if He's returning, but rather, when is he coming back to translate us to our journey's end of eternal life in God's kingdom? Therefore, I sincerely ask the Lord that the message I have entitled, Be Thou an Example, will cause you to seize the moment to accept Jesus as your Savior. In fact, I implore of you, don't let today become one of missed opportunity. Have you ever sought help to overcome some monumental problems and not found that help? Have you needed guidance and direction to do right in the eyes of God, that is to live a life above sin? In these times of peril, have you wished for that special protection to sustain you, whether in or out of the house of God? Well, look no further 
The answers to these questions are within your reach and are found in the many facets of the gospel of the kingdom of God. Join us in these weekly telecasts, and I'm sure the solutions will unfold before you as we go through our message for this morning. Let us keep this thought in our hearts and minds. A pint of example is worth a gallon of advice. Lest we forget, we need to be reminded that one, a Christian bears the name of Jesus. Two, our lives are always on view to others. Three, we individually and collectively as the body of Christ are the living examples that observant men and women praise or blame. And four, our Savior is measured by the world according to the example we sit. When you television viewers divine the word, example, you will see that it means standard, sample, a case in point. Our standard is the word of God, which is above everything. Our sample is Jesus, for he is a divine example for all who will obey him. The following facts were gathered from a study of the authorized King James Version of the Bible. One, the scriptures contain 3,586,489 letters, 773,692 words, 31,173 verses, and 1,189 chapters. Two, the word and occurs 1,855 times, but the word reverend only once. Three, Ezra 7.21 contains all the letters of the alphabet except J. And four, the longest verse is Esther 8.9, and the shortest in the English language is John 11.35. To all of this, I say, so what? Although it's wonderful to have such a deep interest in God's Word that we're willing to spend countless hours compiling this data, what good is gained if these facts are not translated into acts? Our study does result in deeper consecration, a vital service, and accomplishes what the Lord intends. Saints, friends, and TV audience, we do not want to fulfill 2 Timothy, the third chapter and the seventh verse, which says, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Therefore, viewers, I know that I would rather have you read one verse in the Bible and live it than to have you memorize a dozen things about it only to take intellectual pride in your attainment. You are better off if you believe and understand one chapter than if you commit to memory a whole book and don't let the message become a reality in your life. It is high time now to seek the salvation of your soul. For tomorrow may be too late. It is our daily prayer that you will say yes 
in godly sincerity and accept the Lord's invitation to become a member of his family by obeying the gospel of the kingdom of God. John, the third chapter and the fifth verse reads, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And in the seventh verse, it says, Marvel not that I say unto thee, ye must be born again. The name of Jesus is the key given to Peter by Jesus Christ in his conversation while on the coast of Caesarea Philippi. The combination of the blood of Jesus, the water and God's Holy Spirit makes his born-again message applicable to every born one into this world. The phrase born of water refers to the baptism in water in the name of Jesus Christ, being fully immersed. And the phrase born of the Spirit speaks directly to the infilling of God's Holy Spirit, evidence when we are filled and speak in an unknown tongue or language. The baptism in the name of Jesus Christ represents his death, burial, and resurrection. When we are born again, we are following in the footsteps of Jesus Christ, who himself was baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit. Reading in Acts chapter 2, verse 38, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and he shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Water baptism was exercised before the crucifixion by Jesus Christ, who set the pattern for all to follow. After Pentecost, the ministry was uplifted by the presence of God's Holy Spirit, and it now includes both Jew and Gentile. Acts 4.12 emphasizes the importance of being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Neither is there salvation in any other for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Without the gospel of the kingdom of God, our sermon presentations would be empty, including the gospel in every sermon telecast further simplifies and authenticates how the gospel truth has been proven many times over. For it includes the only pathway that leads to heaven above and eternal life. Do you want the Lord to speak to you and use you? Then you need to read God's word with a teachable spirit. And then your Bible study becomes a means of producing truly Christ-like acts rather than an exercise in the accumulation of facts. James 1.22 tells us, but be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. The thought here is the Bible informs us and through the power of the Holy Spirit, we are transformed. Paul speaks of God's righteousness through us. In Romans 12, 1 to 2, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that he present your bodies a living sacrifice holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, 
but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that it may prove what is a good and acceptable and perfect will of God. To the believers and things of God, I say, yes, you may read and even believe the gospel. But do others say, and what do they think of the gospel according to you? Remember, you and I represent the gospel of the kingdom of God and bear responsibility for a Christ-like example. Let us read in 1 Timothy, the fourth chapter, and in the 12th verse. Let no man despise thy youth, but be thou an example of the believers in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, <clears throat> in faith, in purity. When the scripture says, let no man despise thy youth, it is referring to the fact that many believe because they might be young in age. They will react without thinking of the responsibility they bear. The Lord is no respecter of persons. He looks at the heart and knows the thoughts, intents, and the will of man. Therefore, to every believer, I also say, whether we young or old in age, we must strive to be good examples. We should not allow ourselves to think that just because a brother or sister is young, that he, she is incapable of being a good example. With God, all things are possible. Paul further admonishes, but be thou an example of the believers. This means that our goal should be that of a pattern in the righteousness of God. This is only accomplished through the guidance of the Holy Spirit and a willingness to keep the personal life right in God's standard of righteousness. So much of what we learn is based on examples, and the Lord wants each of us to be good patterns for each other first, so that those of the world can see what God has wrought in us. Surely, we are a peculiar people, zealous of good works, and we speak and exhort these things and rebuke with all authority, which is found in Titus 2, 7 through 15. Paul was an educated and informed man of his time. Read for yourself, viewers, what he had to say pertaining to this in Philippians, the third chapter, verses 7 and 8. But what things were gained to me, those I counted lost for Christ. Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but lost for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ. Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung, that I may win Christ. Paul is saying it like this, worldly ways are for a short season than death. Excellency and great gain is found in the Lord's work, and it's the only way to eternal life. Is it any wonder that we are urged on to be an example in word? By choosing God's righteousness, everything else falls into its proper place, including our very own words from our very mouths. Rereading Colossians chapter 3, verses 16 and 17, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. 
And whatsoever ye do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord. Jesus giving thanks to God and the Father by him. Doctrine, reproof, correction, and instruction in righteousness can be profitable when using the scriptures, which are the inspiration of God. This gives the man of God the opportunity to strive for its perfection and maturity, and all the while being completely furnished for all good works. It is the word of God that will be used in the end as a standard by which the whole world will be judged. We can never thank the Lord enough for the gift of the Holy Ghost, who leads, guides, directs, and teaches us the fullness of the Word of God. Because we have the mind of Christ, we can know the depths of the Scripture, thus being rich in wisdom. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, we are capable of teaching and admonishing because the Master of all gifts dwells within us and blesses us with our needs for the gospel work, psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, and singing with grace that is with heavenly assistance in our hearts through the Lord in an important part of our worship and giving God the glory. The Lord loves to hear us continually, offering the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name, and blesses us with his joy because the joy of the Lord is our strength. In every word and deed that we do in Jesus' name, be advised that the world is watching our example of that which we do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. We are reminded by Paul to be an example in conversation. The power of evil communication is greater than we realize at times. God's word tells us a little fire can do a lot of damage. The tongue is a fire and it can be a world of iniquity. Man has tamed every type of animal he can think of, but the tongue still remains ungovernable. The Bible says it is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. The challenge is before us to exhibit wisdom, understanding, good conduct, good works, a consistent life, and meekness. Truly, only the Lord can help us because this is a great challenge. Thanks be to God again for the Holy Spirit who dwells within us and helps us so that we can strive to be holy in all manner of conversation. The Lord wants us without spot or wrinkle because he is a holy God, deserving of nothing but the best, a holy people. As Christians, Christ-like in everything about our presence, we are encouraged to be examples in charity. That is love. The Bible description for charity is found in 1 Corinthians 13, 4-7, and is as follows, that it suffereth long, which means patiently enduring all types of injury, two, that it is kind, meaning gentle and considerate in behavior, three, that it envieth not, meaning doesn't want a person deprived nor wants the object, four, vaunted not, meaning not to speak boastfully, is not puffed up means that conceit, arrogance, and one's sense of superiority is not on display. 
Six, it does not behave unseemly, means that proper and decent behavior is always exemplified. Seven, seeketh not her own, which means to be unselfish and self-sacrificing. Eight, not easily provoked, means not easily irritated, angered, or filled with resentment. Nine, they think it no evil, is the same as having a clean mind and heart. Ten, no joy in iniquity, means there is no happiness in violating right or justice. Eleven, rejoicing in truth, means the word of God is truth. And furthermore, that love enjoys being one with God Almighty. Twelve, that it beareth all things, is refraining from action, while exercising as much patience and self-control as possible with the help of the Lord. That it believeth all things, is faith, the gift that comes from hearing, the word of God, Hopeth all things is the saving element in life. For Romans 8, 24 says, For we are saved by hope, and but hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, what doth he yet hope for? Endureth all things is best amplified by Matthew 10, 22, which says to everyone, And he shall be hated of all men for my name's sake, but that he, but he that endureth to the end shall be saved. Thus, if you want to be saved, then you must strive to perfection and maturity by letting the Lord mold you according to His standard of love, which is the bond of perfectness. Our lives depend on love, and the Bible educates us to the fact that love is of God, for God is love. And therefore, how much more must we love one another to be perfect in the Lord? To be an example in spirit, we must have received the manifestation of the gift of the Holy Ghost, which is the speaking in the unknown tongue, the only Bible evidence of God dwelling in an individual. Now, TV viewers, you are empowered to worship in spirit and in truth. As John, the fourth chapter, 24th verse says, God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. Think about this for a second. On things spiritual, do you go to an auto mechanic? No, of course not. All you know have to do is talk to the living God. Jesus, who now dwells in you through the power of the Holy Ghost, and you will be able to listen to the wooing of the Spirit. 1 Corinthians, the 6th chapter, 19 to 28 verses, says it simply, What? Knowing not that your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? For ye are bought with a price, Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. As a temple of the living God, we must not allow ourselves to be in complicity with idolatry because we are God's people. He lives within us, and He is with us everywhere we go. The Lord wants us to be a separate people, clean in His way, and then he will receive us as his very own. 
This means that we now become his sons and daughters, and he becomes our father. God's word further teaches us that we must be an example in faith. Let's read Hebrew chapter 11, verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. This means simply that what we believe in has been assured to us by the word of God and will become a reality when we see him. A good example of faith is that we all believe there is a heaven and continue to work to that end. However, none of us have seen whether there is a heaven or not. We just take God at his word. Finally, in being an example, we must not forget purity. Let us read in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 21 through 24, which says, Prove all things. Hold fast that which is good. Abstain from all appearance of evil. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful is he that calleth you, who also will do it. The word purity used to mean clean and innocent of any wrong whatsoever. The Spirit of God through Paul backs this up by saying, abstain from the very appearance of evil. In other words, viewers, when you see wrong, don't become a part of it. Stay away from it. Mark it and avoid it. The world judges Christians by their words and actions, not by their pious wishes or good intentions. The Lord admonishes every believer to set a good example in all that is said and done. He knows that others would be influenced by our pattern of conduct. It is true, viewers, you may be the only Christian in the office or factory or on the field where you work each day. Perhaps you are a housewife or student who must stand alone as a true water-washed, blood-washed, spirit-filled, enduring unto the end, Christian in your home or classroom. Never, and I repeat, never, I think that what you say or do is not important. Put before the world a clean testimony that shines like the example you are by living according to God's will and his word. The Savior, our Lord Jesus Christ, will be pleased and they will be influenced by your shining example. Philippians chapter 2, verse 13 tells us, For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. If you'd like to know more about God's word, the church, and review the telecast presentation in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., expressing my sincere appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of his hand. <laughs>
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.